please wake up. This is Snowman in the Morning. Oh, yeah! NFL, Kansas City Chiefs, Washington Redskins. You need quite a few of these. I will go first because I know they're going to take the take us the rest of the way. Kansas City, you messed up. Washington, you messed up worse. This was a chance. <clears throat> this was a chance for the Redskins to make history. This is a chance for this was a chance for the Redskins to do something proper. And what happened? Just like they did in 1999 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they fumbled the football. Again. With Dan Snyder on the verge of selling the team, I'll believe that when I see it. You bring in Eric Bieniemy for an interview to be the offensive coordinator. That's a lateral movement, not a step up. That's a lateral move. You know, I always thought Eric Bieniemy would be the new head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs because he's been there five years. He's called the plays. Oh, wait, Andy Reid called the plays. Oops. So what happens? You jettison, you basically jettison Eric Bieniemy and all of his problems. And he becomes the offensive coordinator for the Washington Redskins. Mr. Johnson, I pose a question to you. What is wrong with this picture? Plenty. Take it. It's plenty wrong. Give me this camera. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> you know, there's plenty. Give me this camera. Take it. There's so many layers of I just don't understand this. I could come from. I'll come at it from. I'll attack it from at least two. That's all. <laughs> the first of which being, it's a wonderful thing that you did, Mister Snyder. You you interviewed a guy and and gave him a job where seventeen other teams who interviewed him did not. Everything was beautiful. You 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 you're doing everything you can, even though you have formed a toxic environment with the, the, the team that's called an R, the team that's called the Commanders, the team that's called Major Tutty. I don't give a crap what that team in Landover, Maryland is called. But you have made a you've made basically a cow dung out of the franchise. Hail to the Deadskins. You want the pat on the back. The attaboy, the I did something that 17 other clubs did not, but uh, hold that thought. You hired him 
as an offensive coordinator. He already had the position for a few years on another squad. So I want to say that I want to say that that Airbnb is hustling. I almost want to say he's hustling laterally, but I think he's hustling backwards. And why do I say that? This guy has been on a staff, on an organization, on a team that has the best offense going today. And we can we can split hairs over others. We can split hairs over well, the Eagles had a good a good uh, good stat line this year. The Bills they look explosive. Uh, I mean, we, uh, we, you know, the Rams went healthy. They look good. We can talk about that. Oh, 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 and the Cowboys, they score over 30 points a game. Yeah, all of that is fine. But the team other defenses fear more than any other in the league is the Kansas City Chiefs. And the guy who was the offensive coordinator of that team was one Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. So yes, Mr. Snyder, you can you can get the out of boys all you want, but um you don't. You don't. You had a chance because the guy and look, I love I love Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. You had a chance to sort of right or wrong, so to speak. I mean, this time I, I look at Rivera, at Coach Rivera, and, you know, and I get he is a player's coach. I get it. He is a player's coach. That. Mm-hmm rally around him and that he's a he's a wonderful figure but i also get that there's times where the message runs stale i believe that mr rivera's message in landover maryland has run a bit stale it's run its course it's run its course there just like it ran its course in charlotte when he was a coach of the panthers and it looked like it was his time to go and you would have had to you would have ushered in somebody who would have had the opportunity to sparkle, to shine, to be that stalwart figure, to point that team in the direction that I think you want the team to head, if for no other reason than to not have people think that you are inept, and if for no other reason, again, as to not focus on your ineptitude, Mr. Snyder. Say that again, please. You would think that you would want to have Mr. Rivera removed. Not to say that he's a bad guy or a bad coach. Just mm-hmm. I think his message is run stale. I would think you'd want to remove him. You'd want to put Mr. Eric B. Enemy in place because he'd be the guy that would point the team in a new direction. He would you that would charge forward and everything on the football field would be fine. If for no other reason than to actually have people think that you have sense, but also for another reason that people won't focus on your ineptitude. Preach. But we are still focusing on your ineptitude, even with this. Now, I'm I directed it toward the the franchise that has a W on the helmets. Now, the franchise that has the to, uh, the um, the uh, the spearhead on theirs, mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Now, I know it's been wonderful and it's been great because. Everything is great. Two world, two world championships in four years. You've been the AFC representative three out of the last four years. Mm-hmm. You've been to the AFC championship game no less than that the last five seasons. Yep. Your seasons have ended no sooner than then since 2018. And every single year, 
Eric Bieniemy was the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You even went so far as to when people were scratching their heads as to why he was not getting looks, that you were saying he's competent, he's great, he's wonderful. He is the reason why our engine goes offensively. Even with the understanding that Andy Reid, it is well documented, loves to call plays and he loves to diagram them. Mm-hmm. And still does to this moment. In fact, there was a story, not a story, there was actually, yeah, there was a story where someone said, you know, you know, we almost look forward to when we get to OTAs because there's cards stacked this high with new plays that Andy Reid has diagrammed and strategized and drawn up. But every time we always talked about the offense of the Chiefs, of course we talked about Mahomes, and yes, we talked about Reid and his Waffle House, uh, Waffle's House one sheet. But every time the subject went to Eric Bieniemy, we always heard from Reid, from the front office, from management, from ownership, and even mm-hmm. from the players that quote. Oh, E.B., oh, he's the one who calls the plays. Close quote. Well, if that's the case, why was it when Mr. Bienemy got the job as now the office coordinator and, oh, I'm sorry, the assistant head coach, which makes it a little bit sweeter, mm. of the Washington Commanders, why is it that when I looked at this article where it was made official. The verbiage I saw was, quote, here it comes, dot, 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 where he will call plays for the first time in his career. Oh, boy. Close. Oh, boy. Quote. Oh, boy. So it means one of two things over in Arrowhead Stadium land. One. It means either Mr. Bienemy was there or was there for reasons that placated certain entities, whether it was Reed or Spagnolo, the defensive coordinator of the Chiefs, or Mahomes, whomever. Or he two. was there just to placate them. Or it was a token hire all along. But see, I don't want to go in that realm. Because I, I fear, I fear that realm because it means that the Chiefs organization is one big lie. For the last five years. And why do I say that? I say that because... Every time you ask the head coach, Andy Reid, and I have a lot of respect for him, mm-hmm. you know, well, about the offense and everything is fine. And, and we all know. And, and we hear from my, my, my fellow colleagues, journalists who, 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 who do know the team better than me. And they would ask him, well, we know that you, know, you call the plays. You would hear Mr. Reid say, quote, oh, no. Oh, no, I don't call the plays. Eric does. Mm-hmm. 
close quote. This hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. This really hurts my heart, Mr. Reed, because I'm going to have to play this for you, for the Chiefs front office, and for the ownership group. Why the m- you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my gosh. Stop f***ing lying. Always lying to me. You lying so much. You making it hard for me. What every Chiefs fan should be saying right now. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the other aspect of this. So, yes, the, the, the office coordinator of the Eagles, uh, Shane Steichel. Yeah, he, he's doing a real good job at Philly. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hey, leave, leave, leave those to me. Let, let, yeah, let, let's continue this double play. Playmaker, take it. Take All us right. home. As you can see, I turned my hat around. This means I'm in business right now. NFL, Roger Goodell. You was at Super Bowl weekend. Mr. Trotter asked you a question about black ownership, black coaches, black executive, black news people covering the NFL. I don't know how much more money the owners are paying you to say the things that you are saying. But this has been going on for how many years, gentlemen? Well, the Rooney Rule is in effect Too for damn 20. many. The Rooney Rule itself has been in effect for 20. The Rooney Rule has been in effect for 20 years. It is 2023. There's only three black head coaches in the NFL. Oh, the same amount as when the rules instituted. Yep. And the only reason why it's three, and I hate to do this to Cole Johnson, that's because the Houston Texans like we're doing a revolving around door of black head coaches. Look, you're telling facts. No lie found. I can't hate on you for that. Now, when it comes to Airbnb, 17 interviews. <laughs> That's sad. 17. Not one opportunity. See, you making the media, you making people like Stephen A. Smith, Brian Snow, Cole Johnson, Eric Wilson. I can keep listing people, you know. Mm-hmm. Question, what is really going on behind closed doors? Ain't that the truth? For a guy who has 17 interviews, to not have one head coaching opportunity? Not one. But not one. But two of the Philadelphia Eagles coordinators, offensive and defensive coordinators, Both they get hired nice. after losing the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Say that again. I'm going to repeat that. Two Philly coordinators, offensive and defensive coordinators, get hired after losing the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Their resume doesn't compare to Eric Bieniemy's resume. Not even close. Combined. Not combined, they don't even come close to his. Eric Bieniemy has been with the Kansas City Chiefs for five years. Three Super Bowl Ability. Two Super Bowl titles. And the worst that team's been is an AFC Championship game. Andy Reid comes out and says, Airbnb deserves credit. Patrick Mahomes comes out and says, Airbnb deserves credit. But when we listen to Greg Olsen commenting on the Super Bowl and how the Chiefs office looked 
what is the name that he brings up? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Say that louder. Andy, Andy Reid. When we listen to Tony Romo call Chiefs games, what's the name that comes up? Oh, Andy Reid. When we listen to Iron Eagle and Charles Davis call a Kansas City Chiefs game, who names gets brought up? The genius of Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Not one commentator of the NFL for Fox, CBS, and even ESPN with Troy Aitman and Joe Buck. Ever bring up Eric B. Enemy? Nope. They all say Andy Reid. You can add NBC too on that. Oh, yeah, we can throw Chris Collinsworth in there too. There yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the funny thing. Uh-oh. Here's the funny thing. Uh-oh. Let's bring in my L.A. Rams. Sean McVay's the coach. Everybody knows Sean McVay's the offense of my genius, okay? Yep. But ever since he's been there, every offensive coordinator he had got hired as a head coach. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's correct. But when the Rams' offense looks like it does, who gets the credit? Sean McVay. It's Sean McVay. The Vuntikint of the NFL. So I don't want to hear about he ain't calling plays because Sean McVay calling the plays for the Rams, and he has to continue replace offensive coordinators year after year. So what is it that you really doing with Airbnb NFL owners? <laughs> Chiefs. Grab some Chiefs. balls and say it. You don't want them bad publicity? Hell, the Cowboys, they in the headlines for every goddamn thing you can think of. Facts. But we don't want black with this to be on the shield. Fact. Now, I wrote the article, and a lot of people read it, and they all enjoyed what I said on the article. So I'm going to bring a little piece into it. Uh-oh. Bring that really smoke. Bring that smoke. Because Stephen A has asked the question, what is it? What is going on inside the NFL? Because this should be more. This should be more black coaches in the NFL. Should be. There should be at least one or two black owners in the NFL. Should be. We should be an ownership group ourselves. Oh, did what I see that? What is really going on? Why is it that Brian Fuller did the lawsuit that he did? Because he refused to lose a goddamn game. Mm-hmm. So Steve we are at the Ross. point where black coaches are supposed to lose. Is that where we're going? If that's the case, why do we have the running rule to begin with? And speaking of the running rule, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh-oh. Mike Tomlin has been a head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers for how long? 15 seasons. How yep. many losing seasons? Nine. The next one will be the first. Even the year where everybody thought Pittsburgh gonna have their first losing season because Mike Tom they don't got the team. They still went nine and eight. Mm-hmm. You have black excellence in Pittsburgh. And nobody wants to duplicate that in the NFL. Uh, so, the opposite. Man, do you know how many times when uh, during the middle of the season when the when the Steelers have their rut? 
that everybody keeps saying, well, I think it's time for Tomlin to be moved out of that seat. Mm. This mm. man has been in Pittsburgh for Pittsburgh Steelers. The entire Pittsburgh Steelers organization had a total of three head coaches. Three. Three in they're three in uh fifty three years. I'm sorry, fifty four years. Three. Their last hired coach is Mike Tumlin, a black man who has been to two Super Bowls, has never had a losing season. And even this current team that he has still fights for him. Mm-hmm. Every shows, game. Show how great he is. That shows how great he is. Every game. And you telling me nobody, nobody wants to find the next Mike Tomlin? Oh, let's find the next Sean McVay. You're not going to find the next Sean McVay. Because there is none. There isn't. There isn't one. Oh, we want the next to find to find the next offensive coordinator to be a head coach. The innovation of what Sean McVay has done is awesome. <laughs> in Pittsburgh, you have a guy who's been in the coastal field 10 years, never had a losing season, and, and that's made the playoff more times than he missed. Mm-hmm. But yet we sit here and the only and the only real team that we can actually think of for hiring black head coaches the Houston Texans. And don't get me started on that crap. Save that for tomorrow. Two minutes. NFL. Watch it go down. Y'all better get a reality check out this world. Because if y'all don't, it's going to blow up in your face. Worse than you can imagine. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Mister, will you please wake up? All right, I'm up, I'm up. So is Cole Johnson and the rest of the crew. This is Snowman in the Morning, weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern on your favorite video and audio networks. I can't.